0: The Colorado Business Roundtable unapologetically tells the story that business is a force for good in our community, featuring conversations with thought leaders from academia, business, community and government. Welcome to A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown. Hey, thanks everyone for joining us today on this episode of A Seat at the Table with Colorado Business Roundtable. And I'm Debbie Brown. This is the show where we engage with leaders from academia, business, community and government to talk about the business climate here in Colorado and how we can all work together and amplify the voice of business. And there are institutions in our state that are vitally important to that conversation. And today we're welcoming our special guest, Todd Solomon, president of the University of Colorado, to the conversation. So welcome today, Todd.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, We're excited to have you a part of this conversation. And you and I have been talking for years about workforce and the integration with industry. And you do vital, vital work, uh, growing leaders, growing business leaders uh, and and into every field, the University of Colorado. But before we get into the specifics of your job, tell me a little bit more about your personal story. I've got your bio in front of me. I'll fill in some of the gaps, but tell us a little bit more about you.
1: Well, I'm a I'm a lifelong Coloradan. I was born and raised here. I'm from Littleton, went to Littleton High, and I went to CU. And so it's been an incredible journey for me to to go from being a CU student hanging out around the fountain at the UMC at CU Boulder to being the president of the University of Colorado. I'm just it's been it's been quite a ride, and I'm, I'm incredibly honored to get to do this. After college, I. I went to work for local government, and I worked in for for some county commissioners and had a great experience there. Did that for a little while, and then um, ended up uh, being elected to the legislature. And that's where I, I really started uh, my work on state budget and, and really digging into finance issues. And that's where, where I really learned some of the most important lessons that I've applied in my entire professional life, and that is to, you know, to be, to be collaborative and to work with people with whom you don't always agree in order to find uh, solutions that move people forward. And so after, after my time in the legislature, I, I had my own business for a little while. Then I went to work for Governor Bill Ritter and, uh, was, and ran the state's uh, budget office during the Great Recession, and that was, that was an honor and tough work, cutting budgets by billions of dollars during the Great Recession. And then after that, I moved along to uh, CU when when uh, Bruce Benson gave me a call, and invited me to become the the new CFO at the CU system. I uh, did that and got to work with him and got to work with with Mark Kennedy. And then uh, then after Mark uh, departed from CU, uh, the Board of Regents was kind enough to to ask me to uh, to be the interim president. And, and then a few months after that, they were. Nice enough to to offer me the, the ongoing job, and here we are today.
0: Well, I love that story because there's very few people who come. I'm not a native myself. I'm close, but not quite a native, and there are very few people who've grown up here in Colorado. So to have your background, particularly in all those different areas, academia, business, and government, that have culminated to the role you have now. So Todd, I, I love hearing about your background, one, because you've got such deep roots in Colorado, but the other, you really have that combination of academia, business, and government that have have really led to the role you have today, which is so interesting to me. And in particular, what you just said about being able to work with people of diverse backgrounds, diverse opinions uh, that you learned in the legislature I think is so pivotal that you think that's probably one of the biggest qualities that you bring to the table, the ability to listen and understand different points of view.
1: I absolutely think that's one of the most important things that I bring to the table. And, um, and you learn that along the way. And I've learned that along the way in a, in a way that really shows that teaches one to be humble, but also shows the power of, um, of interesting coalitions. You know, when, when, when I was in the legislature, I quickly learned that if I wanted to get anything done, I needed to be able to work with people who I um, didn't always agree with. And, and I've, and I've applied that everywhere I go. And, um, and, and what we've, what I've learned here at CU is if you really want to have change that sticks, if you really want to make a, a you know, make a difference in, on something that's going to continue on for years, you have to do it collaboratively. You can't just force change. You have to build it, and you have to build it uh, with, with people who don't always see eye to eye. But if you take the time and if you have solid vision and solid leadership and people who are truly committed to moving the institution forward, then you can get stuff done. And I think that's in so many different sectors. It's like that in government. It's like that in business. And it's like that right here at the University of Colorado.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I couldn't agree with you more. And when you started your leadership journey as president, you know, it was during a very critical time with COVID, um, you know, pivoting quickly with all of that required perhaps of your staff and your team and your mission. And then coming out of COVID, as you know, workforce is our number one issue at Colorado Business Roundtable. And so aligning with industry has really never been more critical. And so um it's interesting to think about what are your biggest opportunities and challenges now? You know, I think COVID is a little bit in the rearview mirror. Hopefully it is for you as well, mm-hmm. but looking ahead, we've got a different landscape ahead of us. So it, so there's unique challenges, unique opportunities. Where do you spend the most time thinking about CU in that context?
1: You know, when, when we think about the jobs of the future and the, uh the highest-paying jobs of the future. What we know is that the vast majority of those are going to require at least a four-year degree. And when we look uh, at the landscape today in terms of higher education and the perceptions of higher education, I am a little concerned that some people are questioning the value of that four-year degree. Well, uh, that that puts our state and our economy and our and our ability to provide workforce at risk. We we know that the number of high school graduates is is, is starting to decline not just in Colorado but nationally and so it's so important that we get as many of those high school graduates going to college as possible and getting those four-year degrees so that so that we can provide the skills the workforce is needed uh, we also need to be able to adapt and to make sure that that um, we're providing those lifelong learning opportunities for individuals as skills and needs change and we're not the only player in town you know we I, of course you know, I, I want everyone to come to see you and I want to see you to be everybody's first choice. But we live in a state where a of a with a huge higher ed ecosystem with lots of excellent choices. And um, the most important thing, I think, is to try to encourage people to pursue that post-secondary education.
0: Yeah, I think that's well said. We've got, you know, robust workforce needs and there are a lot of talent. I, I'd like to call them. I, I'm sure I stole it from someone, Todd, maybe from you, but talent producers how do we um, help people find the opportunity that best meets where they want to go? Ultimate choice, ultimate freedom in terms of their education. But to your point, a higher uh, a four year degree or higher really sets someone up for tremendous success, particularly in higher wage industries. And so, you know, I like to think of it of a yes and you know, as, as people are finding opportunities that best work for them. And I, and I think you all are continually exploring how do you have the degree programs, the pathways to make sure that CU is a leader in that front.
1: We, we do, and the partnerships. So, you know, we, we absolutely are developing degree programs and pathways based upon what we hear from the world about what's needed uh, by, by uh, different industries, Government if you know, agencies, all of that. And so that, that, that is absolutely a huge consideration, but it's also about partnerships. How can we partner with community colleges to create a pathway to that four year degree? Maybe for some students who, who want to pr- pursue an alternative, an, an alternative approach to help make it cheaper. You know, we have something called the Bridge to Bachelor's program in Colorado that's a partnership between community colleges and four year institutions. So, so that you can go into a community college, have a clear idea of what classes you need to take and how to clearly transfer those to a four-year institution. So you so they transfer to major, you save your you save time to degree, and you save money. And so it, it is all about identifying not only the programs that are needed, but the pathways that all types of Coloradans can pursue to get that four-year degree.
0: Yeah, and I love hearing that. I mean, as a parent, right, of of students who um have been in a higher education system and I'm sure you're you're learners especially when you can break down those barriers to success. Uh and and sometimes we don't always know what the barriers are, but I appreciate that about um your leadership as well. One thing you mentioned, Todd, I think a lot of folks don't necessarily know how aligned CU already is to industry. You know, I see things in the news constantly, whether it's aerospace or cyber or technology in general give us a sense of that on how you're already partnering with um, employers and the business community here in Colorado, and maybe ways employers who aren't partnered already can, can be a part of that.
1: Yeah, so so it's really interesting how higher education has evolved over the years, and today it's very much part of the, the workforce ecosystem. And it's not just a matter of us uh, producing graduates and then go to work at ball aerospace or 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 you know or or one of our corporate partners around the around the state we actually work with them um uh, every day and so we do research together we 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 um we really we we work with them to to think about the the types of workforce we need to be producing for the state of Colorado we we work together they work with us philanthropically to support students and to support you know, the various missions that we have on all of our campuses. So it's an incredible, it's an incredible partnership that we have. When we look at some of the sectors that we, that we have in Colorado that we want to um, brag about nationally, then we want the whole world to notice Colorado more when it comes to things like, like you said, aerospace, defense, national security, quantum. These are things where we have incredible industry partners, incredible higher education partners, incredible federal labs, and um, and and a great donor network of people who are interested in, in supporting the research that that translates into commercialization and into jobs. So we absolutely have have amazing opportunities, amazing partnerships.
0: And what do you think those partners would want to know in terms of future trends, looking ahead, not just twenty twenty three, but um, what are some trends going on in the academic reco- academic community, um, maybe related to post pandemic recovery? What's next for CU?
1: Well, honestly, I would I want to work with them to to when we're talking about where things are headed. We need to consider that together. You know, earlier we talked about collaboration. Collaborating with our with industry leaders from around the state and around the nation is part of that. And we what I think. I think some of the mistakes that higher ed might have made in the past is that we don't always ask before we look, before we leak or ask the question, what do you need from us before we start providing what we think is needed? So it's really important for us to talk to the people we're serving about those trends. What kinds of industry, what are the areas of of opportunity in Colorado? We already know the industries where where we're going to need additional jobs how can we provide those you know when you when you talk about machine learning and ai and you and then on the healthcare side you look at the extraordinary data management that's needed and how we use that data to provide personalized medicine for you and me and everybody else and so that you can, so that we can all receive better treatment when we when we when we uh, go to the doctor's office those are the kinds of things that that are kind of emerging trends But how we implement and how we uh, produce what's important for the people of the state, that's something that we have to figure out together.
0: Yeah, and I would think probably it's not a one and done. You know, I think about our meetings that we have with members of Congress, and I always try to position us as a trusted feedback loop. You know, it's not a one and done. And Mm -hmm. so I suspect it's similar. The minute you think you have it figured out, you know, there's some new thing coming um, again, whether it's aerospace tech or some of the fields you mentioned. So forming those longer-term partnerships, for example, like like we have with Colorado Business Roundtable and CU, are important to keep those dialogue uh, the dialogue open.
1: Yeah, and I and I really appreciate the the Colorado Business Roundtable, and I appreciate you because you do such a good job. You do personally such a good job of of connecting business leaders from diverse sectors, you wouldn't necessarily think that the president of the University of Colorado and the University of Colorado was included at the Colorado Business Roundtable. Now we're the state's third largest employers. We have 30,000 employees. And so, you know, you, we've been talking a lot about trends in higher ed and, and, and how we collaborate with workforce. The reality is, is that we're a big employer. And so, when we're talking about things that affect other industries or other businesses in, in the state, they also affect us. Our, our mission is to educate. Our mission is to do research. We're also we also employ a lot of people, and so you uh, really
0: do. And yeah. Deon Sanders,
1: as a matter yeah, of fact, we do. He's one of yeah. He, he, he's, <laughs> this, he's this new guy we hired, you know.
0: And, um, <laughs> It wasn't on the script, but I I just had to bring up that I suspect you've become a lot more popular in terms of your football tickets uh, going forward. So congrats on that amazing hire! I'm very excited to go to a CU game this fall and see see the Buffs play.
1: Well, we, we I look forward to, to you getting to see them win also, and um and
0: <laughs> well said. Yeah, well we're, said. we're
1: we're thrilled to to have him on board, and we're we're thrilled. I actually, you know, one of the, we do a lot of outreach, and one of the things that people talk about first on these outreach trips in every corner of the state is football. And now they're going to be excited about football. And I love that people talk about athletics; they talk about football because it's a way for us to connect, and then we can start talking about the other amazing things that are happening on our campuses as well.
0: Well, and I would just add one more thing, not to get us get us sidetracked yeah. too much, but I would say. You know, definitely in terms of, of the large organization you run, like you mentioned, that not you've got a lot of employees, you've got a lot of students, you have a lot of stakeholders throughout Colorado. And I would be among that camp to say that a robust learning environment, uh, you know, comes with quality of life as well. So a robust athletic environment and the investment that you're making there, you know, I'm not, I'm only speaking on behalf of Debbie, but um, well done, you know, it's part of what makes you know, the learning environment, I think robust and interesting and full of life for your yeah. students and your faculty. Yeah. So yeah. kudos and for the whole state. So kudos yeah. for that. And, and yeah. like I said, watching the CU Buffs game is, is radically different than watching the CU Buffs win. That's a lot more fun.
1: So <laughs> it is more fun. great. Well, kudos <laughs> to Rick George and Phil Stefano for helping help pull that off. Cause, um, and I'm thrilled that Coach Prime is in town and, and and now he and he's getting to work. He's got a lot of work to do, and we, we can't we can't wait to see what comes from it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So, Todd, before I um, close us this into this kind of a lightning round that we just started, I wanted to bring up one more thing about the mission of Colorado Business Roundtable is around profits and purpose, which I think fits really well with a lot of our employers, a lot of our leaders, knowing that a vibrant business economy, a vibrant employer community. Is important for lots of reasons and, and certainly only businesses that are profitable can be purposeful. But I'm curious in light of that mission, um, how does that align with the mission of CU and, and how can Cobert be a good partner to you in line with that? Certainly um a purpose of educating kids is really what you're about, providing opportunity, knowing that you're providing a path to change lives. And I think that fits so well with our mission. But how can our employer community um, be a good partner for the work that you're doing at CU?
1: So when we talk about purpose and we, when we talk about meeting the needs of, of employers in, in the state, I think about the name of our university, the, the University of Colorado. And reality is, is that we're not educating all of Colorado right now. When you go to one of our campuses, it doesn't reflect the diversity of our state, not with our students, our faculty, and our staff. That's something that we need to fix because that's part of our purpose. It's to, if we don't reflect the diversity of Colorado in terms of the people we're educating, then we're not going to be providing the workforce that Colorado employers need. And uh, the, the people talk about Colorado changing. The, the reality is Colorado has changed. Almost 50% of people under 18 are non-white, and we need to be educating all of Colorado so that we can meet Colorado's workforce needs of the future. So that's one of the things. So when we talk about how we align, we need to align to our state because business needs to align to our state as well. Businesses that, that are part of the Colorado Business Roundtable, are hungry for employees. We know that there are so many vacancies. I think part of the reason we're not meeting that workforce need right now is because we're not, we, and I, and I don't mean just see you, we as higher education are not educating all of the people of Colorado. So we need to do better on that. And um, when we talk about profits, purpose and profits, right?
0: Mm-hmm. So we don't
1: make a profit. We, we struggle every year. And one of the things that's so important is that we, we want to leave as much in in the pockets of the students and the families that go to see you as possible. So that means keeping tuition in check. And to do that, we need we need support from the state. One of the things that, that we could really help use use your help with and the help of the business community with is to advocate for additional state funding for higher education so that we can keep higher education affordable in Colorado. When you were talking about earlier about wanting students to have choice, we want them to have that choice. We don't want them to make choices based upon cost. We want them to make the right choice for them. And the key piece of that is state funding for higher education in Colorado. We're 49th in the country right now. That's no place you want to be when it comes to state funding for higher ed. And we're advocating for more money, but we can absolutely use the support of the business community as well.
0: Yeah, well said, Todd. And I think, you know, who fills in the gap for the rest are the parents and the students and the learners. And it's a tough place to be. When I've heard other folks come from other states and they talk about that funding difference because they've lived it differently, you know, that's tricky when we're in a competitive environment for higher ed and wanting to grow our workforce here at home.
1: For so many years, Colorado has relied on importing employees from other states to fill the jobs that we have in in our state. I think it's going to become harder and harder because there are going to be fewer people graduating from high school, fewer people going to college because of just the sheer numbers. So states are going to try to keep their employees. So we need to be doing a better job of educating our, our people in Colorado to produce for the workforce in our great state.
0: On that note, I'll just I'll just weigh in. From my own personal story, too, I think about the difference that a higher higher education, a college degree made for my family. I don't know if you've ever heard this, Todd, about my parents came from rural Kansas. And in particular, uh, you know, they both have an interesting story. But my mom completed four years and a college degree before she had an indoor toilet in her home. Wow. And so um, my dad similarly kind of struggled through, finally joined the military, was able to work his way, kind of claw his way through a ba- to a bachelor's degree. But when I think about how that changed the trajectory of my life, where it was not even really up for debate, of course I was going to college. It wasn't that for my folks. So it's it's interesting when I think about opportunity and paths and helping people find opportunity that perhaps they hadn't known in their family before. It's really personal for me. So I really appreciate all your leadership up at CU, uh, not just up at CU, you know, all across the state with the system, um, appreciate your leadership and how you're helping to change lives.
1: Well, thank you. And thanks for sharing that with me. And I'm so, and and look how proud they must be of you today. Right. So <laughs> look what, they, they
0: don't know what I do. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, <laughs> they, have, they don't know, but they are proud of me. It's really true. I'm proud of them as well. They've they've done really yeah. well in their life.
1: Well, that's so cool. So th- thanks it for sharing that. I really appreciate it.
0: Thanks, that. Todd. Before I let you go, I have a couple quick lightning round questions. It's a okay. chance for people in Colorado to just get to know you better. It's fun. Um, no right or wrong answers, but kind of fun. So first I want to ask you in the lightning round, what is your favorite powerhouse lunch or happy hour?
1: happy hour i love steubens steubens is a great place and they have great fries and uh, so it's nice to they have these big ice cubes that are perfect for a nice drink so anyway uh, I, I love steubens
0: so fries and a drink
1: that sounds good fries and a drink Yep.
0: Yeah. not um, always best, in that order <laughs> that's fair <laughs> um best way to relax
1: uh, I'd say, you know, skiing, hiking, hiking with my dog. So one of my, one of my hobbies is woodworking. I, I love to get into my, into my wood shop and, and build some furniture or something like that. So I, I love doing that. I focus completely when I'm in there and don't think about the outside world. It's kind of nice.
0: That is really nice. How about your favorite binge? Could be a book, a podcast, a
1: Netflix series. That is my favorite binge these days. So I, I have been, I have been getting into my Netflix series. I can't remember if this one was actually on Netflix, but for all mankind, I don't know if you've, if you've seen, have you seen that one?
0: I did. I watched the first couple episodes. I couldn't get into it too much. Oh,
1: I like that one. So that, so that (laughs) one's a a series about what, what would have happened if, if the U S hadn't won the race to the moon. That one is, I really enjoyed it. So. I might
0: have to give that another another try. Cool. And then last question is what's your best advice you've received help you get a seat at the table?
1: So one of the key things I've learned along the way is that while it's always easy to say no, try to get to yes first. See if there's a way to figure out how to move things forward together. And you can't always do that. You know, I I was the budget director when we were cutting billions from the budget and I said no a lot. Approaching things in a positive way instead of in a Negative way, I think is, is really important in terms of getting to, to good outcomes, but also being a good collaborative partner and trying to figure out how to work together. One of the other things that I've learned a- along the way, and I learned this early on too, and, and that's your, your values lie with where you spend your money. And that's why I got into budgeting early on. It wasn't because I. I loved math. It's because I liked spending money on things that were important because the things that, because it turned out that most of the things that matter cost something. And so that was an important thing that I learned about along the way. And I've, and that I've used that every step of the way. You know, often you need to make real investments if you want to move things forward. Well said,
0: well said. Well, thanks, Todd Solomon, for joining our podcast today. And I want to thank all the folks who are listening in. This has been a production of Colorado Business Roundtable. And you've been listening to A Seat at the Table with Todd Solomon and Debbie Brown. A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown is a production of the Colorado Business Roundtable. You can find this episode, a listing of our upcoming events, and more information about our organization at cobrt.com.